coercion and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. to do explicit and not safe for work content in this area that I've been holding back on. So look out. Here it comes. Today it's about virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. What is it? How is it used in society and high demand groups like cults and churches to leverage behavior? It is certainly not a new concept. Today, I want to cover a variety of examples of virtue signaling in an effort to enable listeners to spot it a mile away. The next time it's trotted out, and have no fear, it will be trotted out. It's a political and social peer pressure go-to, with all the apocalypticism and death anxiety abounding during the pandemic, churches and other groups are using virtue signaling as a passive-aggressive recruitment method. Virtue signaling. Looking to Merriam-Webster, let's get the definition out of the way. It means the act or practicing of conspicuously displaying one's awareness and attentiveness to political issues, matters of social and racial justice, etc., especially instead of taking effective action. So what I've noticed in my life and cult time of 12 years is that leaders are opportunists. They may take up causes randomly if they are popular at the time. And those displays of awareness and virtuousness about social topics are ever changing with the help of the internet and search engines. In an example, the cult I survived Morningland Church, the leader at the time, Sri Donato, made claims that she could heal AIDS because the whole gay community in Long Beach was concerned about this. So in the 80s, she exploited that, said she could heal AIDS, and it was a backlash. The idea of influencing people surreptitiously by boasting about your church's righteousness isn't new. We are the most holy, each church says. We gave the most food to people. We housed the most people, and we are the most pure in intent. If a church or group brags about something they did, at least they did something. Whereas the true virtue signaling, I like to think of it as like a sonar sound as the Navy has. A sonic sound makes waves for miles. The signal goes out and anyone who agrees with that topic says to themselves, yeah, I want kids to stay off drugs. Or yeah, I want single moms to have health care. Whatever that virtue signal is that went out, you don't have to lift a finger to virtue signal. It's like magic. That's the hypocrisy of society in everyday life. That's also the beauty of virtue signaling. It's tailor-made for a good grifter to run with. It's great for religious criminals or 'er ne'er-do-well politicians. You can even start a rap beef doing this. 
Let's say Queen Latifah wanted to get a bump in the Google search engine for an upcoming promo. This is hypothetical. She doesn't need any bump. <laughs> she might post a video of her walking past a soup kitchen where a fan asked her to get a photo. She was just walking past. That photo could be turned into publicity, into a comment by her publicist, like not too proud to help the homeless eat where she didn't even plan to be there, but she's so virtuous for doing that, right? With how rich and busy she is, amazing for her to take the time, we might think. All that matters is the impression that it makes on us as we hear or read it. Uh, we might think, oh wow, look at this philanthropist. It's great for the image, but as you already were on to, the poor person in this situation is not benefited in the least by the famous person stopping on the street to give the photo. Though it is nice of the famous person to do it, it doesn't make them virtuous. Truly the biggest problem with virtue signaling's existence is that it takes away from the calling of attention to real problems. Say homelessness is the problem. As you know, this is not fictional in the United States. And the photo op does nothing for that guy who, after he has his church soup, has to sleep in an alley under some boxes. Virtue signaling is a lot like victim shaming. It's convenient like grabbing a donut for breakfast. But donuts aren't good for us, and neither are these lazy patterns of thinking. Truly being virtuous would mean we do good works, and we do them not to seek glorification for those works. Few of us are this selfless in life, admitted. You're listening to The Frankie Files, frankiefilespodcast.com. Sure, we seek an at a girl from our roommates or workmates. Look how good I did this. This is not virtue signaling. People who would most use virtue signaling are using it in positions of power. The learned behavior of virtue signaling is part of propaganda. Propaganda are lies told through a filter to color someone's view of things, like a slanted news story or a lie. This propaganda is elevated. When you add virtue signaling, it really takes it to another level. Why? Because it tugs at the heartstrings. Oh, look at how virtuous they are. They believe everyone should have a living wage. Meanwhile, they do not vote on that when it comes around. And no one is the wiser. I believe what sets virtue signaling apart from bragging about something you have done is that you never had any intention of joining a protest, writing your congressperson, or of healing someone as a cult leader. You never had any intention of donating money to homelessness or volunteering to help them or helping out at the suicide hotline if you're making a speech with virtue signaling. It's a tool, and it's quite effective. It's crazy how effective it is because of the way our brains work during storytelling. We as humans fill in blanks when people drop hints. And the rest of what is implied is filled in by us when someone uses this tool. How? 
Well, a mere mention of last week when I was at the soup kitchen, someone approached me for a photo. Making those people smile was everything to me. Okay, so let's say that quote was done by Queen Latifah. All sort of true, but it implies more since no info was offered why she was there. That's the stuff. Okay, so how do we spot it? Let's go through some telltale signs that someone is virtue signaling. Jeremy E. Sherman, Ph.D., wrote at Psychology Today, January 5th of this year, he says he specializes in jerkology. Virtue signaling or moralizing is fun and even therapeutic but it can become a mindless substitute for truly moral behavior. Virtue signaling can escalate into heartless holy wars when opposing factions grandstand against each other. We've seen a ton of that in the news lately, off topic. To continue, virtue signaling is a newish term for moralizing. Getting on the high horse and claiming we're moral, we're more moral than other people. The low-life people out there who gossip and snark about. Moralizing is to be, moralizing is to being normal, what rationalizing is to being rational. It's posing as caring about something you don't care about. Virtue signaling doesn't mean doing virtuous things that signal in ways people might notice. Rather, it's acting like you're being virtuous when you're not, seeming instead of being virtuous. Rationalizing is insisting you know what's true when you don't care about what's true. Virtue signaling is insisting you know what's moral when you don't care what's moral. So how should we deal with the virtue signaling? Here are a few suggestions. Admit, own your own mood-elevating virtue signaling. Don't virtue signal that it's beneath you, but it isn't. We all like to get on our high horses. It's a healthy form of self-pleasuring, so long as it doesn't go to our heads. Humor, indulge people, tolerate people's virtue signaling within limits. Let them riff about the fools out there and what swell folks they are. It's good for their souls, a mojo pit stop we all need. That was from psychologytoday.com. To sum this up, it's not all fun and games, though. The lies can be on the backs of real victims, and the virtue signaling is at their expense, drawing attention away from the real problem and fixing it. The real problem is that politicians and ne'er-do-wells have a person at the ready to toss to the wolves for their virtue signal. But they aren't going to go out of their way and help them. It's just for headlines. Why is this ever so popular? Because people like to look good, altruistic and virtuous, and often that altruism is only for display. They're not virtuous. This is the joke of the group dynamics in society. They are usually fundamentally flawed toward capitalism, not altruism. The rest is simply how the sausage is made. And you know that stuff is not 
healthy. Check out our Tuesday broadcast at FrankieFilesPodcast.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to keep critical thinking. If you're feeling down and no one's there to actually talk to, there is someone to talk to. Call the suicide prevention hotline anytime. This will pass. Please know that many of us have survived these thoughts. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 anytime, day or night. There's a friendly person there that can remind you to value the life you have and that this too shall pass. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255 or search online National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You're listening to The Frankie Files, frankiefilespodcast.com.